Hey, hey, everybody, episode number 47. I figured I better double down on this one because uh, I, I had to tell that story about lyric stealing. So it, uh, I, I needed to make up for it. So I figured, you know what, I've got a few extra minutes. And like I said in the last episode, I was up sick all night. So I feel like crap today. Not real motivated to go out and do anything. I'd rather sit here and talk to you guys. So, but uh, I'd rather sit here and talk to you guys anyways. <laughs> but uh, but no, anyways, let's just pick it right back up. So we we just we hit Christmas. Went did the shopping. Went on an outing. Amanda took me out and and we went shopping. And uh, they uh, they got me out there and. We picked out some good stuff for my kids. We got it figured out. We recruited an in, uh, uh, inner Elkhorn Santa Claus. <laughs> it was a family from Gillette that actually uh, threw all my presents in their sleigh and hauled it to Gillette for me and delivered it. So that way my kids kind of got a Christmas surprise and they they figured out that you know Dad is still there. And he, he uh, wanted to make sure you got something for Christmas, you know. But uh, it wasn't as good of a gift as my presents. Uh, spelled differently than presents. Um, but no, so everybody had a good Christmas. Like I said, I hung out in the facility. I just kind of wheeled around the hospital and checked things out and talked to people and talked to some of the... I had a lot of the patients that I had been communicating with at the time that I'd be wheeling by and I'd hear somebody from the room Shane and I'd back up and wheel up to their door and they uh their family would be in there visiting them on for Christmas and and uh, they would want to introduce me to their family you know and they they wanted wanted their family to meet me and stuff and I'd have to tell kind of my story of where I came from and what was going on with me and and uh, share a little time, and I and I pretty much spent the day doing this, you know. And then we had Christmas dinner there at the facility, and and uh, and then down in the front lobby, they decorate this really cool Christmas tree right out in the big lobby. And there was there was some of the families that were hanging out down there by the tree. And it was just it was a great environment. Honestly, I, I have absolutely no no regret as to how I spent my Christmas there, there's no hard feeling there as to how I spent that Christmas I felt at home for that Christmas and it, it was actually it was it was good for me because I I got to socialize it was nice having like all the other patients you know I didn't have any family show up uh that day it was the weather was a little crappy if I remember correctly and and uh, I just I didn't have have visitors for Christmas I went around and I visited everybody else <laughs> and then I had some visitors that were scheduled to come like the next week and stuff and, and whatnot I didn't really get a whole lot of visitation in Elkhorn uh, one of the one of my regular visitors was actually lyrics mom's mom so lyrics grandma she uh she came to see me pretty often and it was actually kind of cool because she would drop in there her and the guy that she was dating they would drop in there and 
we'd go down to the little cafeteria thing and sit at a table and we'd play games. And, uh, you know, it was, it was kind of cool. We'd sit there and play cards or something. We had it set up to where I could, with my dysfunctional hands, I could actually play a game and, and they would help me and stuff. And I, and I just had a lot of fun. It was a good way to clear some of the time in the evenings there. They'd usually show up in the later evening and, and Elkhorn wasn't real, real picky about when they had to kick them out you know it was one of those deals where the doors got locked coming in at a certain time as long as they were already in there they were they were able to hang out with me for a little bit because nobody was bothering anybody we just kind of did our own thing and and uh, there wasn't any kids little kids running around keeping people up or anything like that so it worked out really well they come down they play games with me and and it really meant a lot to me it was something that i really enjoyed and and then uh, she would also bring me food. <laughs> so everybody that came in, and it was encouraged by the, by the members of the facility, <laughs> the people that worked there, the people that run the place, it was encouraged people that came in from the outside. If you came in from the out, stop by and grab me something from Taco Bell. You know, and that's that's how it was. Like it was, everybody knew that part of this part of this deal right now. One of our challenges was that we were trying to trying to take care of was getting me to gain a little weight, start getting some meat back on these bones, something I could turn into muscle while I'm down in the gym doing my workouts and stuff. And uh, and and it was working. All this outside food, and then I had a I had this. Dr. Pepper addiction that was developing. Obviously, a lot of people put on weight when they're drinking a lot of soda and stuff, and I was doing that. So, I was getting a little bit of weight there. But, uh, I was slowly, slowly making little gains. Slowly making little gains. But, my biggest gain was my mental, my mental gain. And that was all involved with getting that power wheelchair. Getting my power wheelchair and, uh, being able to actually get out and explore and just kind of travel around the hospital and stuff that was that was big for me that was just like the last time I had a power chair it it gave me a sense of freedom it gave me a sense of feeling like I was kind of alive again and this particular time when I got this one I was moving around just a little bit better so I was I was actually able to drive my chair a little better than I was with my first experience with it. But, but just a quick summary on my condition at the time, because I did get a message I forgot to answer about where I was physically. At this point in time, so we're, we're you know, after Christmas, rolling into the new year, I, uh, at that point in time... I was in a spot there where I was starting to get a little more range of motion in my arms. Um, like I had said in some of the past episodes, I was I was finally able to, if I had my elbows up on a counter, I, if I met myself in the middle, I could actually brush my own teeth. Um, it was kind of a magic trick hanging on to the toothbrush, and that took a lot of work. But my arms were gaining a little a little bit of function to them um so that was that was kind of a bonus there 
my legs still super super weak and I wasn't getting any movement in my feet my toes nothing was happening down there so the movement that I was getting in my legs seemed to really be all from the knee the knees up and I had that movement at the knees as long as I didn't have any drag if I was sitting in the right position with zero resistance they could bend my leg up for me I couldn't bend my leg up by myself they'd bend it up for me and then I would push it back out to flatten it back out so that was something that that we were working on there too and 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 I still have the feeding tube in and stuff and my pool days speaking of the feeding tube my pool days kind of came to an end there we weren't getting in that pool very much um, after I had the situation going on with my toes and uh, the situation going on with my toes was coming back so right after Christmas I started to, to develop these sore toes again and uh, it ended up being just where we had to go back to the podiatrist and and uh, he had to kind of cut a little more of the nail out of the bed and do a little more of the acid treatment to to kill that bed so it wasn't coming back but we had to go back and do that again very painful experience i don't wish that on anybody <laughs> i'm not gonna kid you so so i did have a little bit of that going on again but with all that going on and with the feeding tube still in place and and as i said every time we get into the pool with that feeding tube they'd have to tape that thing off they'd put a piece of plastic over my belly over the tube and then they would tape all the way around it and getting that tape back off was just an absolute nightmare nightmare i hated it like that was the only downfall about going to the pool was dealing with this tape and uh it, it just i mean if if you have a problem i'm not a real furry guy <laughs> okay i uh, i'm getting furrier nowadays but back then i wasn't a real furry guy but what little bit of hair i did have on on my abdomen and stuff i was ripped out by the roots then that's just really honestly how it went <laughs> it was it was like a very good waxing but but no i uh I, I was missing out on that pool time a little bit but we were doing so much other stuff i definitely was not lacking in therapy these guys the way they scheduled the therapy out and stuff like as i said in the last big rehab facility i was in i got an hour of of uh, pt and i got an hour of ot a day and that was it i wasn't getting anything beyond that that was i went and did my two hours and then i literally just lay in my room for the remainder of the day and it 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 kind of sucked you know it, it's it's so easy to get bored you get bored in there and that's what drives you absolutely crazy but at elkhorn they did so good they would schedule me and they would try to give me like an extra half hour here or a half hour there just to fill in the gaps you know if a therapist had enough room for me to fit in a little extra then i was welcome to definitely jump into a little extra and uh and then they would sign me up for for sometimes multiple group therapies during the day we had a lot of fun with that um they uh one of one of my favorite favorite group therapy sessions as i was saying in the last episode 
one of the the little elderly gals that was in there she was in like in her 90s i want to say and uh she was she was just a hoot and i i always try to remember her name it was something that i've figured out with this and everything i went through my memory definitely took a hit and i don't know if that was something to do with the fever in the very beginning or what the deal was but i do find myself a lot of times having some short term stuff happen and and probably need to bring that up actually i was just talking to a friend of mine about that but anyways i believe this gal's name was bev i believe that was her name i'm pretty sure that was her name but it was either bev or it was evie i think it might have been evie evie that sounds really 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 clicky i think it was evie maybe but anyways <laughs> we're in there and she uh she 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 was kind of my buddy <laughs> i think if we could have got out of that facility her and i could have got into a lot of trouble raising hell around town and uh but she was cool but they would they would bring in one of my favorite routines for a group group exercise that we would do is these big mat tables they're like they're probably like seven foot by seven foot or maybe even eight by eight maybe and uh, they're they're big really nice tables and they raise up and down and stuff and something that they would do is they would set like two of us on a side you know so there'd be there'd be eight people at one of these tables and they would blow up these balloons and we would we would work on basically batting the balloon back and forth to each other over the table so from side to side over the table now my arms being kind of the way they were this was actually a really good exercise for me because it it kind of gave you a competitive sense you're exercising with a bunch of other people now granted i'm at this time you know i'm in my early 30s and i'm competing with with people twice my age and up <laughs> so but uh but no, we're, we're sitting around this table and I could get my elbows up on this table and I had enough movement in my arms there that if that balloon came anywhere close to me, I was actually starting to manage to be able to hit it. So I was actually really enjoying this. It was like going and playing a good game with everybody and uh, getting a good exercise out of the deal too. But also on top of... of uh, working out with with the groups and stuff and getting my different sessions of one-on-one -on -one therapy i was i was pretty much welcome if i had the energy and i had the ambition to go down and do a little workout myself that i was more than welcome to go down there as long as they weren't uh i wasn't getting in the road of anybody else doing their therapy i was more than welcome to go down there and be able to get in a little more exercise and stuff and by this time i'm so mentally strengthened by all this stuff that's happening you know all the kind things that's happening in the facility the outings getting to get out there and feel like a human again the the situation with christmas and and uh and just the whole thing the whole environment i'm really starting to feel like i'm i'm at my home you know i'm, I'm really feeling relaxed and i'm feeling really good about all this and, it, and it's really good for me it's a good it's a good spot for me because i start to really develop all this self-motivation like i i got into this this routine with myself where i was getting up a little earlier in the day i was actually motivating really good in the mornings 
I was, and I was utilizing every part of the day I could. If I could, if I could go down and get a little extra, then I would go down and get a little extra. And it was kind of cool, you know, and, and I just kind of, kind of blended in with the crowd, you know, I'd, I'd go down and just kind of wheel around and mingle and, or something. And, or, like I said, that rickshaw was one of my favorite machines. So it was kind of nice to wheel into that thing and use it or use the arm bike. And, and I was starting to be, get to where I could actually get some good rotations and time in on the arm bike, which was a good exercise for me. And, uh, or they would, I would go down there and they would lay me out on the mat tables and, and, uh, like a prone position or something just to get some stretch in and, and something that I hadn't really experienced for months and months and months there was laying on my stomach. So I was always on my back and every chance that we got to get me on my stomach and flattened out and, and whatnot, we would try to do that. So that way my body was, was redeveloping that. And I noticed even to this day, there's there's something about all that time that I was on just my back because anymore I even now I lay on my stomach and there's certain times where it feels good for a little bit but I almost feel panicky on my stomach it's almost like a weird PTSD that that comes with certain positions that I end up in like that like when I'm laying in bed and uh, I just noticed that but yeah the being able to go down there and actually utilize some time and put that time to good use for my recovery I was starting to really feel mentally strong about it it was something that that was really really helping my overall situation as we moved into the first of the year there and we move into the first of the year we get into January and we're hitting my one year mark um so we get into January and we hit my one year mark I've been in, I've been institutionalized for a whole year um, I was doing everything I could to kind of keep track of what was going on in the outside world and get caught back up on it. I was reaching out a little bit on Facebook and, and sending text messages and stuff around. And I had a couple friends that, that I was able to text and it worked out kind of good. Um, cause I had my phone back and I had my, the Kindle that my mom gave me and, uh, it was it worked out all right because what they would do is they would just set my either the Kindle up or my phone up on like uh, uh, like prop it up on the little table that goes over my bed or we would set pillows up and prop it up on my lap. The only thing that sucks is if it fell over or something or if I bumped it wrong, <laughs> I had a hard time getting it picked back up or and grabbing a hold of it and stuff. So sometimes I'd have to hit my call light have one of the CNAs come in there to help me get my phone back or something. But then what they would do is everybody was bringing in stylus. I couldn't use my fingers, right? I couldn't hold on to my phone and text like, like normal. And it wasn't working out that way. So the way we would do it was by propping it up and stuff and where I couldn't use my fingers is we had it set up. I was getting to the point where I could really hang on to a pen or a pencil and use a stylus. So everybody that would come across a pin or something that had the little stylus thing on the end of it, they would salvage that thing for me and, and send it my way. And uh, so I had, <laughs> at one time there, I remember on my little side table there, I had a whole stack of pins that had styluses on them. 
but it, it was cool because every, everybody paid attention to me like that and those little things that made my situation a little easier everybody contributed to that that was one of them things that really made a difference for me and uh being able to text and kind of be linked into the outside world was was good like i said i wasn't getting a whole lot of visitors in there but i was doing a lot of visiting <laughs> in there but i wasn't getting a lot of them outside visitors but being able to have that connection through the phone and stuff was good was really good for me and i had a good buddy of mine his name was patrick lucas he uh he was a good buddy of mine that long before I'd ever found myself in this situation he actually used to work for me and then we worked together on at a at a job one time too and then when I started my own business he he came to work for me and uh, he he just ended up being one of my best friends he was one of my very best friends and somebody that really looked out for me a lot and, and he was having a hard time with me being in that condition it was one thing that tore him up from the very beginning. And uh, he was he was this guy that literally, if when I was first starting my business, this guy, I bet he donated 200 hours of labor to me, just helping me get this thing off the ground. I mean, I wasn't making any money either. And, but I was, I was having, I would find myself in these trial and error situations where I was going in the hole with it and I'd be like, well, yeah, I'm going to go back out and work all night so I can catch up what we didn't get done today. And, and that guy, I swear, would, I'd be out there at 10 o'clock at night in the middle of the dark digging with a track hoe and I'd see a set of headlights coming through the trees or something and it, and it would be Patrick and he would show up and, and I'd tell him, man, you don't have to be here because this is on me. I'm trying to catch us up. I'm trying to, you know, figure out how to do this all the right way and learn the timing and stuff. And I need to do this on my own because I can't afford to pay you. And he, no, I'm not worried about that. You know, I'm out here as your friend tonight. You can pay me for tomorrow. And that, that's the kind of guy he was. And, and it just a really, really important, really important person to me. And, uh, over time, he ended up, he was living in Newcastle, and over time, I got into a position where business was slowing down. I wasn't real prepared for the winter that was coming into play, and and uh, he ended up taking an over-the-road job, and he left the area, and he was running trucks over the road. But he, I could count on a phone call from him every single day. Every day. He would call me, check in on me. He was always meeting me in random places. He would come through with that truck hauling a load somewhere and he'd stop in and hang out with me for a little bit or we'd eat lunch or something. He was just, he was a really good friend. He was one of them friends that uh, would never, never do you wrong. He doesn't lie to you. He's 100% honest and would give you the shirt off his back. That's the kind of guy he was. But he was having a really hard time with me being in the hospital. Um, it wasn't sitting right with him. He he went into kind of his own little depression when my dad called him to inform him that I was in the hospital and there was a pretty good chance I wasn't going to make it in the very beginning. Cause, and that's how it was. And, and Patrick kind of lost himself right there. He had a really hard time and he had a really hard time 
not being able to call me every day and stuff and going that long stretch of time without being able to talk to me it was it was one of those things that uh that was just really rough on him and right there around christmas time when i was finally really getting getting used to using my phone really good and stuff and being able to use the stylus and everything i called him that was actually one of the calls right there i think it was the day after christmas i called him and and it's it's one thing to to have a real good heart to heart with one of your good friends like that when you hear them shedding tears through a telephone and you know that they're impacted that much by being able to talk to you that uh that is a feeling all of its own that is a feeling that is uncomparable to your regular encounters with your friends because you you suddenly become you really abduct a sense of true clarity as to what you mean to that person and that was something that i really really needed and uh it uh it was it was a great thing um to be able to have that experience with patrick and uh he had been living way down south he was back in tennessee so he wasn't in the area where he could actually just come and visit me he had been trying to get some loads into casper to where he could possibly park a truck take a taxi over to the hospital to see me but it wasn't working out based on the time of the year it was and the type of products that they hauled and uh but i finally did get to talk to him on the phone and that was a big deal it was it was definitely definitely a big thing to be able to catch back up with him for a few minutes and patrick once i called him then he he went right back to the way it was he would call me every single day so after christmas and on i could guarantee that my phone would ring with pat's name on it once a day at some point <laughs> so it was actually really cool i got that that everyday that everyday little visit sometimes it might be 30 seconds to say a quick hello and and keep pushing or uh it might be a 30 minute chat you know and and i and i had another friend uh my friend rod and i had a few of them a handful of them friends my friend jake uh him and amanda um they had came down and actually spent an evening with me and uh it was it was it was a good time and we'll get we'll get into the jake story when he came down to visit me um they did that a couple times my buddy josh came to visit me i had i had little little visits here and there but they were very spaced out they're very spaced out i definitely don't want anybody to think that well wow nobody was coming to see you at all no it wasn't like that about every two weeks somebody would drop in and see me and and it really meant a lot but being able to talk to patrick and, and my regular everyday conversations that i used to have was really a boost for me it was a boost for my spirit and it was something that really kind of encouraged me to get out there and get around the hospital and talk to the other patients and it, and it developed a an addiction for me a good addiction for me because the more i recognized and, and my counselor that was coming in there was really pointing this out to me the more i recognized my mental improvements and my motivational improvements with myself the more i had those interactions with my friends and stuff it really opened my eyes to 
get out there and talk to some of the patients that that didn't have family coming around and that didn't have you know so i i did my best to just start to to really mingle with people because i realized that that mingling and that interaction was something that was a really good boost for me in my situation so anywhere i could go chat with somebody and have a conversation it uh it made me feel better it it re-motivated me um to continue on with the situation the the best I could and uh, and it gave me kind of a, an uplift in my own personal power but I felt like maybe if I if I got to mingling around and chatting and visiting with some of the other patients that would do the same thing for them in their situation you know it having somebody just come by and and, and chat with you about fishing trips or something you know sometimes that interaction is enough to kind of to reverse an onsetting depression you know and that's what it was doing for me so i was doing everything i could to start doing that with all the other patients and it, it was something that was good for them and it was good for me and i was getting good feedback out of it and, and i and i actually got to a point there where i had some of the sometimes i would have a nurse or somebody come in and say hey you know if you get a few minutes would you stop by room 421 and 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 have a chat with them and just see how they're doing you know when they started reaching out to me a little bit like that that really meant something to me and that was a good a good lesson for me that it really does work to be able to go talk to people and that is where the big portion of, of what I'm doing right now started to set in but we're going into the new year we're at the end of this episode so I am going to let you guys go. I might throw another one of these down tonight when I don't have the uh, the little monster running around here. <laughs> but anyways, you guys have a good Friday. God bless. We'll talk to you in the next episode.